<laughs> hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker. This is WP Water Cooler, episode number 120. Today, we're going to be talking about what to look for in a workplace. Like to do the wild thing. 120. <laughs> Let's Sorry. go around the room here real quick to get everyone introduced. We're going off at a quarter. We're starting with Carrie. Carrie, tell us about yourself. Hey there, I am Carrie Dills, based out of Fort Worth, Texas, where I run the uh, monthly WordPress meetup. We're actually meeting tonight. It happened to be local and want to join us. Uh, that's it. I'm also a big uh, water polo aficionado. <laughs> Long walks on the beach. Color blue. What's your sign, Carrie? What's your sign, Carrie? Aries the house. Awesome. What about you, Chris? Such an Aries. Um, oh, my name's Chris Lemma, and I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> a Sagittarius. Oh, my God. And um, I I like a lot of WordPress things, but um, I like my new pool and jacuzzi better. So that may may have a direct impact on my blogging. I, I don't know. <laughs> you get you that waterproof computer, my friend. Mm. Get you a life-proof case for an iPad or something. It's a proof that, that works, too. What about you, Matt? <laughs> Matt, tell us about yourself. Oh. Me? Sure. Uh, my name is Matt Cromwell. I work at WordPress.com um, as lots of different things. Um, and I also blog occasionally at MattCromwell.com. So what's your sign? My sign? It's, uh, what's up? I don't know. Sweet <laughs> <laughs> sign. sign. Whoa. I don't, I don't, I don't it's, it's, yeah, I'm in, I'm in one of those middle ones where it's like wow. maybe a Capricorn, maybe a... Uh, I didn't realize this was a complicated question. <laughs> <laughs> depends Comp on which, which newspaper you read, so... <laughs> wow. All right, Russ. Tell us about yourself, man. What's your sign to? <laughs> um, so I'm a Libra. Um, I also <laughs> like uh, Chris Lemma's pool. It's very warm. And, uh, yeah... Um, so I live in Vegas. I help uh, do WordCamp Vegas. I help do the Vegas meetups, and uh, occasionally I blog over at RussellAaron.Vegas. That's right. I have a .Vegas domain. Come check it out. Nice. Say, what's up? He's the new web king. Um, I am Say Reed, and I do make do, do make love preach WordPress uh, at wow. Say Reed Media. I'm sorry. And I, I do make love. I heard it too. I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> Go on. And what's your sign? <laughs> I did not hear it, which is surprising. Um, I'm a Gemini, and I'm bright red. I'm wow, that is awesome. crazy. Leave your comments yeah, on the I'm, uh, on I'm show. crazy legit. Like it's like not like you know, for reals and stuff. Hi, I'm Say, so. and I'm Say, and I'm a Gemini. <laughs> I'm Say, and I'm also Say, and <laughs> I have a lot of Say happening. What's up, Steve? Tell us about you yourself. Um, I, I'm the second worst sign. Say's the worst sign. I'm the second worst sign. I'm a cancer. Hmm. I'm the fa- I'm Steve Zender. I'm the, uh, exactly. Oh, I, oh, I'm usually open with that. I'm sensitive. I'm emotional. I'm a crybaby. Yeah. Um, I am Steve Zender. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress meetup. Very cool. Suzette, what about you? Hello, everybody. I'm Suzette Frank, and I am a Scorpio. I'm hardcore like that. And I am also a, uh, a WordPress teacher with girl development and a training contributor at make.wordpress.org slash training. 
So that's pretty awesome. And I am also wow. a front end developer designer at WebDev Studios. Very cool. I'm Jason Your Tucker. Your name's getting Finally, long, man. Jason Tucker on Twitter and WP Media Pro is where I'm logged. I also, do a site called, I also do a site called PressedLinks.com, so you can check that out. And I am an Aquarius. Of course you are. Do you actually sing <laughs> Age of Aquarius? <laughs> I may do that in a couple days. My birthday's on the 22nd. Age of Aquarius. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about uh, business business themes. Let's talk about this. This is something I've been ranting on Twitter about a lot lately. I don't know if any of you have been noticed my rants. Um, I got you muted in Twitter, so no. <laughs> Smart move. Funny thing is, I believe that. There's okay, a, a, she's um, got a Gemini list, and she just mutes them all. Yeah. <laughs> I would uh, people I can't handle. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm proud to be there. Mm, mm. Okay. But here's the thing. So I uh, deal with a lot of premium themes because I have a lot of clients that I'm not able to build sites for. I have to, I'm enabling them to build sites, and you know, part of that is dealing with premium themes. And I am just really um, aghast and agog at what is going on in in the premium business theme world right now. So I wanted to talk about it. And I was really excited about the fact that Carrie just released the theme, and when Carrie stops developing for just Genesis and starts developing for WordPress straight up, I will be really freaking happy. I just I'm told saying. Russell that there's opportunity in the market to go recreate my theme, but for build it off of underscores or something. There is. That is a market that someone should do. Because <laughs> your themes are beautiful. Okay. It's really nice. I wish. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! No, no. I'm the cancer here. I'll cry. I'll do. Oh, that's cancer. right. I didn't get out of my Steve zone. <laughs> hey, say, I, say, I actually have a question for you. Um, you said that you deal a lot with with like premium themes. How do you go about? How do you go about picking a premium theme? Like from the front, they all look the same. So how do you pick a premium theme? Um. What's happening? Vibrating, buzzing. I have so many jokes that I'm not saying. Um, this is me mentally controlling myself from saying all those jokes. Um, what was the question? Why? What do I look for in a theme? Well, here's the thing. It's not. No, 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 no. Like, like when you go to a <laughs> when you go to a theme demo, they all look the same. You have no idea how they're put together on the back end. So, how do you choose a theme based on that? Well, um, unfortunately, I don't get to choose a theme. I just get to give my advice uh, for theme selection. Um, but they don't all look the same on the front end. Um, I wouldn't say that. I think that there's a lot of madness right now happening with swoopy things and moving things. Um, but the real problem is what you're talking about is that the... Are we talking um, about WordPress or what are swoopy things? I don't know. Look, how many of you got, like seriously, like they have sliders with all this moving text and there's all these things and Parallax is like on crack and we've got lazy load and Parallax. I have so many clients who are like, I can't deal with that site. It makes me nauseous. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't look at it because the Parallax literally makes them sick which is hilarious to me. Um, not that it's making them sick, but that theme developers just keep going in this direction. Um, but the real problem is when the demos don't look anything like the actual site, I mean the actual theme that you get, because it's all made in Visual Composer. So the main thing that I'm looking for when I am 
combing through themes is for themes that don't bundle visual composer with them. That's that's basically what I look for because there's there's not a lot of themes with back end screenshots that don't bundle visual composer but still look awesome. Is that what you mean? Yeah, well, I mean, basically, if, if there's a theme that bundles Visual Composer with it, um, then it doesn't have good templates or sometimes any templates involved in it at all. Part and it's just like, here's what a theme could look like if you built it yourself. Have fun. So, Carrie, since you recently released one, like, what, what, you know, what was the things that you were going for? I mean, other than the swoopy things, like, you know, what was the thing that you were looking at there that was, you know, that, that makes yours a little bit different than everyone else's? Like, I tried to remove all the swoops. <laughs> no swoops. Uh, actually, one of the things that have been on my mind a lot lately is accessibility and hearing people talk about web accessibility, which is basically just coding in a way that uh, your content can be viewed across many devices, uh, screen readers, all, all that sort of thing. Um, and I realized uh, through these uh, conversations with a lot of folks that some countries actually require your their websites to be accessible. So if you're if you're conducting business online via your website, it's a, a business site, it has to be accessible. Um, Israel is one country, there are quite a few others. Um, and so when I was going to build my theme, um, I wanted to build something that could be used in those markets. So that was something to consider that's not not out there a whole lot. Seriously, that's seriously awesome work, Carrie. I mean, like just the fact that you pay attention to that kind of stuff and that you pulled it. What I was most impressed with with your post was all the people that you got involved um, uh, and that you listed and were like, here's a guy who did some code reviews for me. Here's a guy who did translations for me. Here's a guy who did accessibility for me. That was really cool. Props. Lots Thank of spooky things to you. <laughs> so, so let's get, let's, get, let's let's get away from Say's criteria as that's clearly a criteria <laughs> nobody else could ever use. Um, Wait, what is that criteria? Swoopy things. Not swoopy things. <laughs> that wasn't my criteria. That was just describing it. My main criteria is no visual composer, but that's just lame, lame backendness, lazy developers. So not even so, developers. So when, when someone who doesn't know anything about WordPress is looking at a WordPress theme and trying to pick, uh, how, do you, how do you guys go about figuring out, you know, how, to give them, how do you give them advice? My thought is this. People want to jump straight to picking out a theme because that's the fun part. It looks pretty. It looks cool. But when you're planning out a site, what you should be thinking about is, what your site needs to do, what kind of functionality it's going to have. Wait, 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 wait. Form follows function? Hang on a second. <laughs> wait, okay, wait. Before we get into that, because we talk a lot about that on here, and we, I think we all know, and the advice that we give out on here is that you have to do that. Russell and I both gave talks about that at WordCamp, um, WordCamp we know, at the same time. So I think it's been out there, and I think we can just say on the blanket that, Yes, you have to look at this stuff. But when we're actually talking about design, because at some point, even if you have a great plan, you know, you have all this content or whatever, you have to get to the point where you need a design. And if you can't hire someone to develop it on spec for you, um, then you have to go with the premium market. So I'm, I'm actually really interested in, Carrie, asking you, how did you um, deal with, like, your customizer and your theme options panels? What were your decisions about that? And did you go totally with the customizer? in the, the kind of the new direction that, that themes are going? Or do you have your own theme options panel in it? 
I was kind of trying to answer that, and then you kind of cut me off. So I'm just going <laughs> to... Oh, I actually, I, I did. I, I did, Carrie. I'm sorry. God, all the love to say. Um, no, everything that's in there is, is theme customizer. I'm not a fan of themes having their individual uh, options panels. Now, with Genesis, of course, there's like a Genesis theme settings page, but I, I think people need to be able to switch from, from theme to theme if they want to and not have to relearn... How to interact with the with the WordPress admin? So, stick with the customizer would be my advice. Right. I, I always warn people. Sorry, I was just saying. Let's ahead. back up. Let's back up for a second because we jumped right back into how she coded a theme. Which, just so we're clear, when we're going to tell a customer how to pick a theme, we're not going to tell them how to code the theme. So, let's go back to when someone wants advice on picking a premium theme, which I think is the core of what we're trying to go after today, um, what, do you, what do you tell them to look for? What advice do you give them? Uh, I, don't, I don't, personally. I tell, I, I tell them, what do you want? And then I go out and looking for it, and I say, here's some ones that I like. I mean, because I think what you're getting at is basically there is no way for an end user to really distinguish between good themes, basically. Like, there's no really good way for that to happen right now. I think that's actually the crux of the issue, is that it, is, it does seem really like, you, unless you look at the back end, unless you buy and purchase and install the theme, you're kind of screwed. Like, you have to go off of these demos and stuff that aren't actually realistic. So maybe that's just a problem that we have. I don't know. What's your take, Suzette? Oh, I was just going to say one thing that I always tell people when they're looking for themes to be aware of special functionality because the special functionality in that theme is not going to be portable. What's so funny, Russell? Okay. <laughs> Did I say thing? <laughs> but, yeah, that's really important. Once you switch themes, that functionality may not be able to be ported over. Um, to, to answer Chris's question... I look at the, the page template, I look at the full width, I look at the left and right sidebar, I look at the single.php to look what the blog posts are going to look like, because if you're doing SEO right, those pages are going to come up more than maybe your homepage will. So I try to look for something that's going to help my customer have something where their client lands on their page and just sees what they're about. Um, like, like you said in Reno, Chris, I'm not after my client. I'm after my client's client. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think one of the things that um, Steve and I have talked about before is finding reputable businesses or reputable sites that sell themes that we can trust, right? Steve, at one point you were looking at a bunch of stuff from, was it organic? So I, mm -hmm. I, I um, have developer licenses for three theme companies, and those are the ones I trust. I use Woo themes, I use organic themes, and I use elegant themes. Yeah. Elegant themes. Elegant themes. I've had a lot of problems with their their themes not necessarily function functioning the way that they they're supposed to right out of the box. Okay. Yeah. But they're pretty, I like and I, I I appreciate you, that. You should you should probably read the manual, say. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I've, been using, I've been using elegant themes for quite a while now, and I I have no problems with them other than when you really want to start tweaking and changing them that it. it can get a little difficult, but if you're yeah. just using them out of the box as is, and you're not trying to do some really crazy coding changes, it works fine. And I've had business customers have used it for their sites with no problems. Yeah. Now, child themes is a whole that's a whole different ball of wax. It's really yeah. hard to make a Woo themes child theme. <laughs> it's yeah, but in this theory, 
Actually, Woo Themes now has most of its child its themes are based off of Canvas. So most of its themes now are child themes, which I am really excited about because they're building in that sustainability aspect. And you can start with Canvas for free, so you can start building help you know help a client develop their site or whatnot with Canvas before you really kind of skin it with the theme, which is kind of the idea of the theme. And I think something that we've really gotten away from with all of this functionality and whatnot. But um, so that is definitely a major plus for Woo because so you don't have to I, worry about the crazy updates. I recommend people check out Woo Themes as one of them. The, one of the other ones that I, I highly recommend is it used to be Mike McAllister who was on uh, ThemeForce, but now he runs a group called Array, and um, I, I love their stuff. It's Array.is is the website. And, I've never even heard of them. And oh, they're 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 gorgeous. They're well coded. They're well designed, um, and so I I really like uh, Array. And then of course, um, obviously I I tell folks about Genesis, which means once you're in that world, uh, not only does StudioPress have have uh, themes, child themes, but obviously folks like Carrie and Rebecca um, Gill over at Web Savvy Marketing have full stores filled with different. Uh, themes and the nice thing there is again you get back to explaining to someone especially in the Genesis world where you can say look functionality ought to be a function of your plugin not the theme so that you can change your themes and Genesis has tons of plugins for people so um, obviously oh sorry Chris go ahead obviously the last one uh, right now I'm using make on my site and that's theme foundry and uh, theme foundry is the other place that I, I send people if you want to go check out a theme they're uh, they're they're pretty well coded and clean and and uh, great support so that you can send in questions and get help when you need it. One yeah. of the other ones I liked is was called OK Themes, but it looks like they're forwarding now just to um, uh, when you go to OK Themes, everything forwards to uh, Envato to uh, Themeforce. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I think I, Envato has, is is like it's at a point where there are so many themes in there and there are so many of those marketing themes which I consider to be, you know, with the Visual Composer bundled and whatnot, that I consider just to be basically marketing and not an actual theme. So, um, Steve, let's talk Steve, OK Themes was redirecting to ThemeForce because it was Mike McAllister, and Mike McAllister rebranded as Array. So, okay. the same thing you're thinking of as OK Themes is actually Array. Okay, so it looks like oh. yeah, OK Themes goes to, the, goes to a different author page on ThemeForce, but... I think we were we were segueing there. Let's talk about theme forest for a minute. I think theme yeah. forest is really causing some problems, is what I think, right. because people go there looking for all these themes, and they are being gypped out of the stuff, and then they get these themes that are just like monsters and don't make any sense and don't work. And I just I'm pretty over theme forest as a general whole. Well, I don't think it's um, true of all their themes, but it's like. One of the things I, I tell folks is take a look at how big the theme is in terms of file size. If you download a theme and it's like two megs or one meg or whatever, you know, you're getting a lot of code. People can type a lot of text in one meg or two megs of files. But, but when you get something that's 27 megs, run for the hills, right? Because 
there's something significantly wrong when when your theme is gargantuanly huge, and uh, and that is one of the, <laughs> that's one of the things you see on Theme Forest is not everyone because there's some definitely some good theme developers there, um, mm-hmm. but they start dropping in you know five and six plugins into their theme. Uh, they add you know tons of files, and all of a sudden you're left with oh oh my god this is this is massive and it's going to take me 20 minutes to download. Yeah. Um, that ought to be a warning sign. You know, one thing I was uh, struggling with a lot is the way that I feel a little bit trapped with themes is basically if, if you're going like a Genesis route or a Woo themes route where they're using ca- Canvas, um, what, you, what you have then is a child theme. And then basically if, you, if your client wants exactly that look and feel, then you can run with that. But if, they, if you're using a theme in order to get your client to look different than that theme, then what you really want is a starter theme, not a premium theme. Yes. So now you're seg- you're segmenting in between like, well, do you want to pay for something? Do you want to pay seventy nine bucks and have that look? Then you have a cheap client. Or if they want something custom, then you're like, well, you don't want a premium theme. You want me to design something and build it out, and then you've got to pu- push them up to the next level. So I mean, that that gets into all the different segmenting of, of client usages, basically. That, that's, that's a great point, man. I'm glad you said that because uh, with my clients, a lot of times they'll come to me and they'll say, hey, I found this great theme. This is what I want to use, but I want to make these couple of tweaks. And sometimes those couple of tweaks are more expensive than yeah. creating a theme from scratch myself. Need more yeah. swoops. More swoops. <laughs> I like that theme, but it doesn't have enough swoops. <laughs> and, swoops. and I'll know it when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then then, it, then the premium thing doesn't matter. Then it's like, no, look, the markup is going to be a couple thousand more, and <laughs> you want a custom design. I mean, that's that's a big difference. But I, I'm wondering if, like, do you guys t- t- typically buy a premium theme in order to child theme it, in order to make it something different, or are you buying a theme for a client because the client wants it to look exactly like 25 other websites that are out there. I maintain my developer licenses for those three theme companies for my clients that can't afford a custom theme. Yeah. And they want it to look like that theme, basically. Yep. I tell my clients they don't have a choice. If they're not, I mean, that's the deal. If they're not, they either have, they can spend the money to make it look exactly like they want, or they can, you know, pay for an out-of-the-box version that does, is close to what they want. And there is that that person in the middle that you were kind of talking about that has, there's a big gap there. Um, and they have something like Make, like what um, um, Chris is using, and actually I'm using on my site too, um, that uh, that is one of the better kind of drag and drop types of situations. The problem with those and the plugins that allow you to do drag and drop is then you're also dependent on those themes because they have embedded um, within them those modules, so if you make, you know, your three columns or whatever, and then you switch to another theme, that's just going to look like short code. So yeah. even in those kind of DIY ones, you're still in a very um, uh, limited place where you can't get out of it. So I'm just, I think it's really interesting how that, there's such a gap. It's either just what's out of the box and like, you know, the various three color skins or whatever they give you with that, or you're building your own, or it's custom. Yeah. I don't know. I, I see Make serving a really great purpose for freelancers who like who like who who can put together a spec, like a PSD spec, uh, because they know what Make can do. They know that it can do this certain kind of layout. They know it can do these colors. Then they put a spec together based on that, and they're like, hey, this is a custom design. 
but really it's based off of something like Make or Divi or Avada or whatnot. And we've um, talked about this many times, where the idea of not having as much functionality baked into the theme, and you want to have that kind of outside of it. So you have to kind of have that balance there between having the functionality in it and also, you know, being able to tie into plugins that have that functionality. I, I don't I know that theme developers are getting that message, though. Like, they aren't getting the don't bake stuff in. I have seen some some theme people, like Carrie was saying, should switching over to the customizer that I think is going to be really interesting um, as they do that. But I think more people are getting the message, though, to separate out your functionality from your design. Yeah. Matt, are you aware that somebody just walked behind you? Oh, my Yes. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your, your question, Russell, <laughs> I think, Russell, were you asking the question, or maybe it was Matt, of who, who are you buying these themes for, or what is the purpose? In my case, what I'm doing is I'm helping business owners buy a theme. I can't help that. I can do some small CSS, you know, in the CSS customizer, but I have to keep it all front end because it has to be stuff that they can manage and do on their own because I can only help them with the site and help them configure it as opposed to customizing it. So I'm in a really unique position where I'm seeing the frustration that's coming from these people who are trying to do it themselves, essentially. And I'm looking at it also from a developer's perspective going, I could just build that for you in like, you know, a couple hours. It'd be so much easier than, it almost takes the same amount of time sometimes to configure a theme to do what it would do to build a custom one. So it's, I, I feel their frustration, you know, I experience their frustration and I'm just, I, I I want um I really want Carrie and Rebecca to design for non Genesis. Really, I think this is what this is all about for me. Come on guys. Come on. Well I think that also, that, also <laughs> that also speaks a lot to a lot of stuff I've heard Steve talk about in terms of setting client expectations. It's like when mm -hmm. you when you start with a theme like make, you have a certain amount of expectations you have to set up for that client based on what you know that, that theme can do. Um, and what you can do with it as well. But as soon as you like have a client who's going to go full custom, then you can set up their expectations totally differently. Um, Absolutely. Well, and you can help them do that gap analysis. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a really big thing is instead of asking your client like what they want, explaining to your client what's possible I think is so much easier to say, hey, your theme can do this, and they're like, oh, I didn't even know I could go that route, instead of saying, just copy Facebook for me, you know? I, I think educating your client makes choosing a theme so much easier. Yeah, yeah but if, I your, think the if your client is asking for Facebook, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> <laughs> I usually charge about 35 bucks Clients for that. who want Facebook and the developers who love them. I think that... Um, wait, my, I have a great my, idea. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> I didn't oh, hear a word in anybody's head. Wait, wait, what's the great idea? idea? Everybody talk at the same time right Everybody. now. <laughs> I was just going to say we need another Angie's list. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's got to be a directory theme out there that you just switch it on, right? I mean, the, it needs yeah, marketing. It's just a, you just, yeah, you, you don't need anyone to build that. Turn it on, to, yeah, turn it on by a domain name. It'll, that'll, that'll work. <laughs> right? There's a plugin. You just need to configure it. That's it. Right? Just, and then Carrie, take, it on, take it on Shark Tank. Carrie, are your themes <laughs> built for uh, people with clients installing them, or are they built for the end-use client? 
Uh, both. I'd like it to be a platform that developers can build out customizations for clients, but it's perfect for an end user too. I just think that, um, especially as you know, as developers and whatnot, it's so easy to get into that. There's a there's a mindset of you know, oh well, the developer will explain it to you, or the developer will do education, and it's easy to forget that all these people, there are so many people coming to WordPress that don't have any education, that are strictly getting the basic stuff, and they're judging WordPress off of ThemeForest themes, and then they're you know running like mad people over to Squarespace and whatnot, which are limited platforms, but at least they have some instructions. So, you know, they're not they're not being faked out by themes that aren't real themes. So Matt, what's your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Bring it full circle. October twenty third. Oh yeah, you are right on the cusp of Libra. That's what I'm telling you. You're yeah. Scorpio with you some are Libra Scorpio. tendencies. You are a Scorpio, mm -hmm. but you're right on the cusp of a Libra. Well, it depends on which newspaper you read. I'm telling you. I'm reading the internet, and the internet never lies. <laughs> it's the 22nd. They cut off on the 22nd. It never yeah. lies, but it will tell you 50,000 different things. <laughs> well, that about wraps it up for this this week. If you uh, if you want to go check out your uh, your sign and whatnot, you can go on to Google and do some searches for that. Make sure you go to our website, wqwatercooler.com, and take a look at that. And you can also hit the subscribe button on YouTube or any of the things. Make sure you go check out Carrie's uh, show on Thursdays. It's the all about Genesis and stuff. Make sure you go over there and check that out too. And come say hi at Pressnomics. Yep. CarrieDills.com. Yep, yeah. See you guys later. Bye bye. <laughs>